Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! back three dudes with a view it's tuesday edition it's another sunny crisp day out there falls here y'all fall break is on that's got people uh it's changed sure changed even when my children were in school people are have gone to the beach or doing various things for fall break and it's uh it's it's a different different type of atmosphere my name is del kennedy i'm dude number three dude number two clayton harris is on fall break with his four with four of his five children in uh, an undisclosed location in Florida somewhere, having a big time. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, good morning. Good morning, Dell. Good morning, everybody. All right, we've got some special guests. Uh, first of all, regular special guest dude, uh, favorite son, native son of Columbia, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School, Ron Hart. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, Jerry Bridenbaugh, who is the a murray county commissioner here and he's also chair of the murray county republican party good morning jerry good morning everybody it's good to be back and seth campbell we've got a well-rounded discussion this morning seth campbell is a a school teacher at mount pleasant high school he's also a longtime member of the democratic party and a member of the democratic state uh, executive committee for the democratic party good morning seth good morning you brought the backups in this morning didn't yeah. you we, we picked on you too much yesterday so you had to bring in the reserves <laughs> here you're right, he, to, right. He, said, he said it got too rough yesterday so i had to bring in yeah, some it got people. too rough it got too rough there we go the uh, I, now, Miss York, and the of course we all were Miss York and I were down at the uh, Fall Fest uh, Kiwanis Chili Cookoff last Saturday afternoon down there on the square in Columbia. WKRM WKRM had an entry in the chili uh, contest. We didn't win any prizes, but we had a lot of people said they liked our chili. Uh, meanwhile, Jerry Bridenbaugh, chair of the Republican Party, was wandering around. <laughs> Mr. I, I, was, I was going to call you out on that, Delk. I heard you throw me under the bus. Oh, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Bridenbaugh <laughs> was down there tasting chili, and uh, the Democrats, James Dallas, Mr. York, had a had a pot of chili over there. And Jerry went over there and said that Democratic chili was no good, Mr. York. <laughs> well, he got bad taste buds. Well, it was it was it was, it was, ba- it was basic Democrat bland, no bland with no taste. So he he doesn't know quality when he tastes it, Delk. I think we'll have a tent next year, Jim. We'll set up right beside of you. Come on down. Come on down. <laughs> Ron Hart, you are back from Italy, I suppose. You were over there at the Ryder Cup in uh, some a gorgeous place, I've, let's see, called um, Marco Simone Golf and Country Club near Rome. How was it, man? Yeah, it was great. It was well done. Uh, Americans did not look good. They're not good team players. They kind of should beat Europe. But they do not, for some reason. They haven't won in Europe in 30 years. And it's kind of a – I wrote about it while I was over there. And um, it's just kind of an individual sport in America. We don't do team sports very well. And for a lot of different reasons, we should beat them, but we don't. There we go. I, I, I imagine it was beautiful. You had a good time. Yeah, a guy I worked at Goldman Sachs with has a nice place in Tuscany. So Heather and I spent – uh, four or five days there, and then Venice and Florence, all the museums and a little culture and art. I can just, just, just do so much culture. 
But uh, it was fun. It was good. Flew back uh, last night in acclimating as we speak to the new time zone. There we go. Welcome to welcome back. Um, <laughs> with us normal folks back here mm-hmm. in the stateside, right? Yeah, I'm glad you didn't go to tour Israel. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know. Their flight was canceled on the way back, and there was, a, there was also a public work strike over there. We, we were on Island Lido toward the end near Venice. Lido Island almost didn't get off of there because of public work strike over there. They're striking as well for more money in Italy. But uh, it's a beautiful country. Encourage people to go. A lot of Americans there now, I guess, kind of pent-up demand from COVID to travel. Beautiful museums, well-organized country. And it was it was nice. It was nice. I, you know, Oddly enough, I've been overseas three times this year, which is a, incredible. I may get on some terrorist watch list or something. So. I've been tra- traveling yeah, way I- too much overseas. I'm about done for a while. Yeah, we can launch off on that. Did you see that? There was an article in Newsweek. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Ron, but it's uh, it's going around. It's a, it's very lengthy. It's hard to read. Of course, Newsweek is a hard left publication. It's not. They don't publish a magazine anymore. It's all online. But basically, they they were admitting what we all suspect. You know, they they were obviously given access to the top echelons of the FBI and what's going on there, all their stats. All that kind of stuff. They said it's a long read, but it's all in there. And uh, in their minds, they were saying in a very positive way that and this is how they think, that the FBI had now identified all uh, Trump supporters as potential terrorists and were putting them on a, a watch list. Uh, and uh, and they were even quoting some of them going, well, you know, we just we're just not sure if we're dealing with 30 percent of Trump supporters as you know, potential terrorist or a few thousand proud boys. You know, I mean, th- this is a legitimate conversation. <laughs> and it's unbelievable. It, it really it's is. weaponizing government against enemies to speak of. And, mean, and meanwhile, you know, Hamas is going across borders in Israel. The intelligence departments over there just missed that one completely. Uh, you know, we give six billion to Iran right before this attack by Hamas, probably funding some of this attack against Israel. I mean, it's just, they just need to get their act together in D.C., quit spying on Americans because they, they vote politically different, differently than they, they want to see happen up there. Well, wait, oh, I mean, wait a second, though, but this isn't happening. You guys are just saying that you're you're scared of the possibility of it happening. But none, I mean, no, he's, I mean, he's I mean, saying the Newsweek article said that. Mean, but, have you read the Newsweek article? I, I have not. I have okay. not. But, but Trump, Trump voters are free to, to fly wherever they would like to fly to. I mean... No, right. I mean, I mean, but, but just, you, you guys saying are saying no would... fly list and stuff. I mean, that's that's like what what would they call that, like a scarecrow or a straw man no, no. Our argument. I mean, because it's just not I happening. Think he missed the, I think you missed what he said. Seth. He's saying the Newsweek article said that the FBI is identifying uh, Trump voters, almost 30 percent of them as, as potential white supremacist, terrorist or whatever, some sort of watch list. Don't conflate that without what I would say. I was just joking. About oh, okay. I was going to say, well, hell, so, I mean, we, we I mean, the election was three years ago. Yeah, I was, yeah, joke, yeah, I was okay. joking about that. I was, was going to say. I went to Europe three times this year on three separate trips. And I thought it was just excessive. No, no. It's that good worked, Biden economy that's letting everybody travel, right? But yeah, in the meantime, economy, yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, 30,000 votes. 330,000 jobs. Boats or jobs. Jobs. (laughs) I know how you think. Made a mistake. (laughs) 330,000 jobs created last month. Economy's doing well. Boats. Everybody has a job and a half if they want, you know? Yeah. Everybody willing to work. Anybody willing to work? There's a lot of people working. 
Yep. According to the stats, they said that uh, about one and a half percent, your money is worth about more more than one and a half percent of what you had last year. What? Because oh, inflation. What are you talking about inflation? Yeah, inflation. Yeah, inflation's decreased somewhat. So you can get one and a half times of what you've been purchasing since you can't last get year. One and a half times what you can purchase last year's dollars, Mr. York. is ridiculous. I, I think about how well the economy's doing every time I fill up my gas tank and I'm paying a buck to a buck and a half more than I was when Trump left office. And go to the grocery store, too. One thing you do notice in Europe, Italy, Scotland, and England, where I've been, the food is not near as expensive over there at restaurants. Uh, it's, it's, they don't tip, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. America's gone crazy with this tipping thing. I may write about that. You know, you go into, if you go into Smoothie King and get a smoothie, you know, the $8 smoothie, they want you to give your $2 tip to the person. <laughs> you just, you know, it's like we, we're tip crazy here over there. They, they don't accept tips hardly. So your number, if, you're, if your meal is $80, it's $80. I mean, what is 80. gas? What is gas costing over there? Ron? Six bucks a gallon, basically. I did the math. Right. And we whining over yeah. here for three dollars, huh? Well, it's the same same problem. <laughs> it's the same. It's a commodity. They tax it more over there. They sell it by the liter, so it's about ninety three a liter. So they have four liters, six. So it's about six bucks a gallon equivalent right. over there. They do. They do have a lot more uh, efficient cars. And I wouldn't mind driving. I had a four uh, five speed little. Ford Escort equivalent. I don't know who made it. Renault. Somebody made it, but um, I wouldn't mind driving a smaller car in America if we get, if it came to that. They have much smaller cars up there, and a lot of mopeds, a lot of lot of you know mopeds for efficiencies in the but, cities, which I don't mind. I have a moped. I drive around Chattanooga in one. I think we could be a lot more efficient with with uh, you know smaller cars. I just don't know if you can mandate it or not. I mean, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I mean, when I look, it's kind of a simple argument on my on my side of things. But when I look at the economy and stuff, I look at how many people are taking vacations, and not just you, Ron, but I mean, it's fall break right now, and all of the teachers are at the beach. I mean, yeah. like, they're, they're all. They're, I mean, they're all giving me pictures of them at the beach and stuff. I think people have money right now, and we can complain yeah. about the gas prices, but it's not stopping there's, people from yeah, there's filling money. up. There's also been up demand for travel with COVID for two years. People were locked down. I hear you, yeah, and, I hear and that's the first thing to go when the economy goes south is that people quit traveling. People don't have that extra income to go to um, the Smoky Mountains or down to the the beach down there in Florida Panhandle, and that's where everybody's you know seems to Everybody be going. Goes. I think people have their. I think people have. I don't want to say plenty of money, but I think people have money right now. Well, I mean, but there are a lot of fortunate Americans that they can do that, Seth. A lot of people have economic well-being and they can travel and they can enjoy life. So, yeah, we have still have a lot of people that can. But Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, Seth. I mean, to your to the point of your discussion, though. I mean, driving in this morning, I've I've been doing this lately, and gas prices have been steadily dropping. Uh, The high I saw on the way, but the the difference uh, you can shop around for gas and save quite a bit of money these days yeah i saw gas the highest i saw coming in this morning to to the studio was 310 the lowest i saw was two dollars and 76 cents yeah, i saw the hardest go up a little bit because uh, yeah. this hamas mm-hmm. thing this israeli uh, mid-eastern flare-up that's going to cause it the futures and oil, oil prices spot oil went up a good bit last couple three days of this war over there so it, it should wake its way to the pipelines probably about two or three weeks. Yeah, I saw the, uh, the, the barrel. Fill up, people. Fill up that 276 stuff. Get all you can. Yeah, yeah. It, I've, I've it, noticed that, too, Ron, that the the price per barrel of oil and the various benchmarks has been going up. So I don't, that's the, those two have got to run into each other at some point. Yeah. What's yeah, up, Mr. Like you say, Delk, uh, it depends on where you travel. If you go down the main drag, you know uh, – 
the gas prices seem to be higher there. And if you go down Troutwood, gas prices seem to be higher there. But other stations have real discounts on gas. There's a real difference around town as mm-hmm. to what the price of gas is. Meantime, though, folks, the Newsweek article says the FBI has identified it, uh, you know, the uh trump supporters as potential terrorists and they're getting heightened scrutiny they're they're watching them you know they're they, you gotta assume they're infiltrating the rallies and all that kind of stuff but in the meantime you know we've had five million or so military age men come across the border from mexico they're now in this country <laughs> and they're not just from mexico or even south america they're hundreds of thousands who are from Africa and the Middle of East, and and this is not a secret. It's, and oh, you can yeah. and you can watch. Yeah, we gonna the, get attacked, Bill. We gonna get attacked. No, I, don't yeah. don't start some kind of is it crazy awareness <laughs> program? York, I mean, you just it, go off the rails, man. It is insane to assume that a portion of these folks are not radical. They hate the United States. In Iran, they were shouting death to Israel, death to the United States, in the Iranian parliament. They hate us. They don't hate it. They've hated us for 3,000 years because we are the Judeo-Christian tradition. But they are they, the ones coming across the southern border, Del. I think it was what Mr. York is saying. They're not coming across the southern border. Oh, yeah, they fentanyl. are. There's well, well, yeah, I mean, they, you know, Muslim, I mean, a Muslim terrorists, Muslim extremists across the southern border? No. No, they're not coming across. Uh, they're just throwing out an alarm to get people all riled up you because— know, that that's how there you are think. hundreds but, of thousands but, coming. But there across. are people coming. They're coming the into South America and then coming up the peninsula. There are hundreds of thousands from the Middle East and Africa. Well, we, we've been safe, so I mean, they've done a good job keeping us safe as of as of late. You know, well, I mean, you know, I can't, all I can't complain. All I'm saying is, it's you know, I don't know if there's a danger there or not, but it would make a lot more sense for the FBI to be taking a look at that than the white Trump supporters. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point there. That's more concerned. Fentanyl, killing yeah, fentanyl, our kids, hundred thousand sure. a year, come across that border unchecked. Uh, you know, trafficking, uh, mules smuggling. You know, young girls and kids across the border. I mean, it's not good. There wasn't a danger or a threat. The administration wouldn't have said they were going to start building the wall again. Oh, it's just Jerry, you got the a wall point. across a certain part of, of the border, not the whole border, Jerry. And back on guns a little bit, Mr. York. I, I, I mean, y'all, what, y'all I'm, I'm living in Israel right now. I'm living in Israel right now. I'm kind of glad I have the AR-15. You know, yep. that, that's another point. Remember, it used to be that every what young Israeli between like 18 and 19 had to be a member of the reserves or whatever the military one year and and they had to no matter what they were doing they were supposed to have their ar 50 ar 16 with them hence you you used to see all these pictures of these gorgeous israeli babes on the beach with a in a bikini with an ar 16 slung over their shoulder interesting take delk well i I didn't know where you were going with that sounds like an nra calendar what it sounds like yeah but but what happened to that all right let's take a break i mean where were apparently they weren't doing mike's having a heart attack (laughs) 
Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Attention, Middle Tennessee. Ready to unlock the secret to faster, easier weight loss? Introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives. Now with the Dr. Gill Center. Shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler. It's quick, it's effective, and it's here to help you. Imagine stepping into a slimmer, healthier you. Our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal. The Dr. Gill Center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days. Call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. with a view. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris has four of his five children on the beach in Florida on fall break. <laughs> Have fun, man. I bet he's out of bed by now. <laughs> All right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning. Just remind everybody, Democratic meeting tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. at the Murray County Senior Citizen Center. Six Democratic meeting tomorrow night, Wednesday night, 6.30 mm-hmm. p.m., Murray County Senior Citizen Center. Right. And it, will there be uh, supper there, or they that would be after dinner? No, we're just, just having a monthly meeting. Okay. There you go. Now, we've got several special guests. Let's uh, start with regular Tuesday guests. Native son, favorite son of Columbia, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Jerry Bridenbaugh is a member of the Murray County Commission, and chair of the murray county republican party good morning jerry good morning everybody just a reminder that uh, this saturday is the murray county republican party reagan day dinner congressman wesley hunt will be there tickets are still available go to the county party's website and pick one up there you go go to the murray county republican party website and pick up tickets for the reagan day dinner and uh, a guest we have on fall break friend of the station seth campbell uh, he's a teacher at Mount Pleasant High. He's also a member of the De- State Democratic Executive Committee. And uh, he's um, uh, just a, a writes a column in Main Street, Murray, alongside Ron Hartz every week. They sort of have contrasting views, Ron being the conservative, Seth being the liberal, although they're, they're both nuanced in their views, for sure. Seth, good morning. Good morning, everybody. I try to be nuanced. I try not to <laughs> toe any party line and try to try to take things by us. <laughs> uh-huh. I try to take things on a play-by-play basis, you know, and just try, try to... 
independently analyze things. I see Delk giving me a um, giving me the look of a uh, uh, no, uh, I, I, and Scott <laughs> giving me looks of questionable looks. No, I I I, I credit you for that. I, I I go along with that. Uh, and as Scott Specky, State Representative Scott Specky, has entered the room. How you doing, man? Very good. Hey, I just want to stop by and let everybody know there's a couple projects in Murray County with TDOT. Uh, the Bear Creek Interchange now is, is fully operational. All on-ramps and off-ramps are operational. They're going to be in the cleanup phase right now and the final paving. So look on Bear Creek Pike. Look for some stoppages there and single lanes as they finished a project up there. And then the Highway 31 project from basically Columbia all the way down to the uh, uh, Giles County line. They're now headed back north. So look for lane closures again as you head back north as they finish up that project. And then there's another project they just told me uh, that they're going to try to start here before the weather gets too bad, uh, an, another pa- paving project here in Murray County. So Bear Creek Pike, be ready for some paving out there on the interchange, getting ready to finish that project up. Uh, number two is that, uh, be, be patient on Highway 31 as now they turn around and come back north to do the northbound lane and finish up that project. So that's all. That's all I got, though. All right, man. Welcome in. Well, I've got the group that I really want to bring this subject up with um, and and go around the room and let everybody say, because I, mean, I don't know. I don't think there are any right answers here. Robert F. Kennedy announced that he was going to run, not as a Democrat, but as an independent for the presence of the United States. He made that announcement yesterday. Uh Robert Kennedy is, uh, he's, of course, I'm of an age. I was a boy, but I can remember President Kennedy. Uh, I can remember uh, Robert Kennedy's dad. They were both extremely capable, charismatic men. Charismatic men. They were Democrats. Different breed of Democrat than we have today. But Robert has the qualities, I think, that his father and uncle had Uh He's he he's he's an interesting guy, and he uh, really wants to be a centrist Democrat uh, in an era where nobody seems to have much appetite for a centrist Democrat or even a centrist Republican, for that matter. Uh, but I'm trying, and I honestly do not have an answer here. I'm trying. To, I, I mean, he will have an impact on this election. I mean, even if he only gets 5% of the vote, and I think you have to assume he's going to get 5%. But that 5% can make a tremendous difference. Uh, it, can, it can make all the difference as to who wins, whether, you know, Biden or or Trump. And I honestly, I, I you know, I know everybody's going to have an opinion. I don't know if Kennedy is going to draw from Biden voters or Trump voters or both. I don't know which states he's in which states he's going to have an appeal. Will he actually, you know, right now everybody's focused on Georgia, you know, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Arizona as the states that might decide the election. Kennedy's presence in the election may shift that balance to other states that will be the swing states in the election. So I think he takes some Republicans, Delk. I, I sent him money uh, a while back. If you listen to okay, this. Certainly the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, he's very logical, very sensible over the healthy distrust of government, vaccines, big pharma, things that we all should be concerned about in wars. That he's you know, he's kind of a libertarian Democrat, concentrist, et cetera. The, the, the real story is the Democrat Party gave him no oxygen. They wouldn't let him on the stage for the debate. They did everything to undermine him in the media and everything else to make him out to be a wackadoodle, which he's not. But uh, no, he's, he's not. a reasonable 
reasonable guy in my mind, and and I, I think he has a story to tell and, and debate to bring up. And I think he should not be stifled the way he's been stifled. I think he will hurt Republicans probably more than he will hurt the Democrats. Democrats vote as they're as they're told. They're lemmings. They vote one party one way. They're candidate. They, they, there's no existential debate among Democrats. There's no philosophical discussions. They they are a monolithic party. Is who is party discipline. <clears throat> Okay, cause so Ron, you, you but Ron, you, you have seem, no idea, Ron. All right, well yeah, let's let's go around and let everybody, you know, tell what they think. But so Ron, you see Kennedy hurting the the uh, opinion Trump vote more than the Biden vote. The Republican vote, yeah. I mean, yeah, libertarian, and they'll probably pull some libertarians that may that may go for Trump, so or whatever. So, so at a close election, he might well throw it to Biden. Is is your surmise? Yep, my be- that's my best guess. All right, Seth, you were shaking your head. Well, I mean, the notion that the Democratic Party is monolithic after the last presidential primary we had prior to this one when we had everybody and their cousin in the primary and it was pretty much evenly split, you know, among the first three states up until Biden gained momentum in South Carolina and then kind of ran away with it. But I mean, I mean, we had Pete, we had Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders. I mean, it was all split up. But right now, people are Democrats are aligned behind President Biden. There was no room for Kennedy to uh, make any headway in that. And I, I agree with you on that point. But it's not a monolithic um, um, entity. I mean, we were all split up at that last presidential primary. Any Democratic dinner before COVID you went to, I mean, it was if you had 200 people, you had 25 people in every camp. I mean, I mean, Biden didn't run away with it until later in the primary. Seth, where do you see Robert Kennedy as an independent? Does the impact... The, the Biden vote, the Trump vote, the you know. I mean, it's where, hard to say, right? It's hard to say right now, but he, but I mean, you have about, I would say, maybe 20% of the Republican Party who are going to be never Trumpers, who aren't going to vote for Trump after everything he's, he's, whatever you think of it, everything that he, that we've been through, I think you have about 20% of Republicans who won't cast their ballot for Trump if he's the nominee. Um, whether those folks will switch over to Biden like they did in the last election in the suburban areas outside of Atlanta and outside of Phoenix, the suburban Republicans voted for Biden. That's how he won the election. Or, I mean, whether they're going to not vote for Biden this time and they're going to vote for Kennedy and seemingly throw away their vote. Um, I, I, we, I don't think we can say that right now, for will, sure. Will but, Kennedy draw any Democratic votes? And Kennedy as an independent draw any Democratic votes? No. Okay. All right. Uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Bridenbaugh, chair of the Republican Party. What, what do you see as? And again, I, I don't have any, you know, I don't have any conclusions or right answers here. That I, uh, I I'm just trying to get the feel of the room. Uh, Jerry, what do you see Robert Kennedy's impact on the presidential election as an independent? I look at it a little, a little bit differently. Um, I do agree with with Seth, and and don't write that down. I don't want to have to deny it later. But um, I don't think there's twenty percent, but I do believe there is a a small percentage of Republicans that, uh, and I know that because I've talked to a few of them that that would not vote for Trump. I don't think they would cross party lines this time and vote for Biden because that was a disaster the first time out. But I I look at this similar to when um, Ross Perot was in I think it was ninety two. Uh, and correct. The, the yeah. draw that he pulled No, it may away, have been ninety might have been ninety seven. It was it was, was ninety two. Yeah, was that's what I thought. Yeah. Um because a lot of people, whether right or wrong, they think that's what cost George Bush the election. Um I think that uh, that there are Democrats that are attracted to um 
Kennedy. Uh, he's a very well-spoken gentleman. I haven't heard him much, uh, but he, he makes his point. He's uh, very logical. He's easy to listen to. Um, he doesn't stumble across his words. He's a very well-versed politician in that regard, and I think he's he's committed to his opinion. All that being said, I do think he does, and I don't like to use the word damage, but I do believe he is a bigger draw of Democrat voters away from Biden than Republican voters away from Trump. Trump. And I could see him swaying the election. And if Trump's not the Republican candidate, if it's DeSantis or Scott or or Haley or whoever it is, um, I, I see the Republicans having an advantage in that regard. Okay. Uh, Mr. York, what, what do you see as Robert Kennedy's impact on as an independent candidate? If you look at the history of the Democratic Party, they stay away from people that have extreme ideologies. Uh, any candidate that has extreme ideologies just doesn't sell to the Democrats, to most Democrats. Now, I think he'll draw a few Democrats, but he'll vo- draw those that are in that extreme category, just like he will draw from the Republicans, from the Trump voters, uh, because he, Trump voters seem some of the people that would vote for Trump or have indecision on whether they want to vote for him or not seem to want to support uh, Kennedy. But uh, I don't think he has he'll, he'll draw some Republican votes. I'm like Seth. I think he'll draw more Republican votes than Democratic votes because he's on the extreme fringe with ideology. We tend to look at people who are reasonable, who believe in science, who can uh, look at things at the whole picture and not at one little piece of, of the puzzle. And uh, he just he just doesn't fit the bill to, to draw a lot of Democratic support. And th- that's what he's polling close to seventeen percent at one time yeah. in the Democrat primary, Mister York. They didn't get him on stage in the Democrat debate. Do you think he's been he's ill treated? Uh, ill treated. He he's not a player. He's he's an okay, extreme so he's black. category. What if he was black and didn't get on the stage at seventeen percent? Well, probably say the, the same, same thing. thing. Probably be, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, right. I totally doubt that. But yeah, well, you always doubt that. You know, I you mean, think a black a black candidate running right now at seventeen percent poll in Democratic Party uh, didn't get on the debate stage against Biden? You think that would you'd be okay with that? Okay, what is Tim Scott polling at? But three two percent right around skim milk. Okay, why 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 hasn't he polled higher? I don't know he polled higher, but they let him on the stage. They let him say yep. his piece. Uh, he got enough. He might as well not be on the stage. Yeah. Remember, the election <laughs> is also geographical, and I think yeah. Kennedy has an impact in the Northeast, which could damage. And, and those I, states up there, and I think okay, Trump, Jerry. Tr- uh, the the never Republican, never Trump vote of the Republican Party is greater in the Northeast too, um, as it is in Tennessee. You know, they might be five percent of Republicans that are never Trumpers in Tennessee. I think in like New Hampshire and up there, it's going to be closer to twenty. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm just holding. I'm, I disagree with a lot of this stuff, but I'm. You got to tell us what you think. Yeah. What do you think? When we come back, you yeah. need to tell us yeah. what you think. Well, I wanted. I wanted to let you guys say what you uh, thought without interruption, and uh, so that's that. That was. We'll put that Kennedy bumper sticker yeah. on your truck. That's, there we go. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Electric vehicle too. Yeah. That, that electric vehicle. That would just show ownership. <laughs> This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Have you been putting off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slower clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit happyhiller.com today to schedule. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought. So here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, no, no. I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly 
promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is on a fun-filled trip with four children to Florida on fall break. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, good morning. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. All right. Uh, uh, Ron Hart, native son, favorite son of Columbia, 77 graduate Central High School. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Jerry Bridenbaugh, chair of the Murray County Republican Party. Murray County Commissioner, good morning. Good morning, and, and let me compliment Mike. Mike, you play some great buffer music. I <laughs> just want to tell you that. Point today. <laughs> Seth Campbell, uh, teacher, Murray County, uh, uh, Mount Pleasant, Mount Pleasant High School, uh, on fall break as well this week, and friend of the station. Welcome, Seth. Hey, hey good morning, everybody. All right, all right. Y'all said you wanted. I'll, I'll give you my cut on Robert Kennedy, and and just, but. The bottom line for me is I really don't know. Uh, you know, I, I I think he has the potential to attract both. Uh, Robert Kennedy is an independent candidate for president of the United States. So, you know, if it works out the way it looks like it's going to work out now, that you have Robert Kennedy on the ballot, uh, Joe Biden on the ballot, and Donald Trump on the ballot. Uh, I see potential for Robert Kennedy to draw votes from both Biden and Trump. Now, I say the word potential. You know, I don't have a feel for how many or which one. Uh, So I can't gauge the magnitude of that potential. At least in my mind, I can't at this point. Uh, I disagree with Ms. York. I see I, I mean, I, I really, you know, to call Robert Kennedy extreme, I, for whatever reason, both of our parties have gone to the extremes. I mean, uh, Donald Trump is on the extreme right, Joe Biden's on the extreme left, and I see Robert Kennedy as being uh, the centrist in the room. Uh, That's because you're so far to the right, Dale. Well, oh, really? I mean, I'm he's, sorry, he's Joe. Against, Joe, Joe Biden, you know, lunch, lunch Bucket Joe has governed hard left. Uh, and he was the most centrist oh, of the bunch. Yeah, yeah but you know, if you look governed, back on it, he was the most centrist of the bunch. But he he talks so far to the right, Seth. They look at anybody who's in the center as uh, extreme. All right, you wanted my take. I'm going to give it to you. Ahead, Joe Biden ahead. has governed hard left. <clears throat> no matter what he says, he's governed hard left. Donald Trump is hard right, and at all these, you know, and, and, supporting he, the union. Yeah, he is, and so I see Robert he Kennedy is. as the man in the middle and a centrist. I do. Uh, how that's going to play out, I don't know. I will say this, though. I think it's – I think he's going to get 5% of the vote at minimum. He could get 20, 30, 40. I, you know, I don't know. But I think he's going to at least get 
He's gonna have a hard time getting on these on these ballots in yeah. states. It's, you know, you're talking about a year, almost a year out. I think it's a pretty tough slog getting on all these all these ballots. That's what I was thinking too, Ron. Yeah. It's, it's hard to access all the ballots. I mean, he might be able to get on two thirds of them or, or something like that, but I don't know if he can get on all of them. Yeah, now that now that I don't know about either. But yeah, uh, I don't. I just don't know about that. But I think. I think it's. I think the only safe thing to say in the whole shebang is that he's going to get about five percent of the vote. Now, whether that's going to come from the Republican side or the Democratic side, I really don't know. And what states that's going to be, I'm, I don't know. But that five percent of the vote, though, will probably determine the outcome of the election. Right. And it has to be Ohio, Arizona, Georgia. You know, the normal suspects, Pennsylvania. Depending uh, on where uh, that five percent comes from, that's right. probably going to throw the election to either Biden or well, Trump. It won't, it won't matter. See, in New York, see the, the Republicans, mm. the Republicans are hoping, are hoping that Kennedy pulls five percent of the vote so that your candidate can win. I know you're hoping that. That's why y'all supporting him. You know, uh, a lot one, of you supporting him by mouth, but you, I dare none of you going to vote for him. Miss York, that's sort of like hoping for the second coming or something. I mean, the, the, you don't know where that 5% is going to come from. It's an unguided missile. You right. just don't I think know. I'm saying reason. you all are hoping that it's going to be 5% to pull because you anticipate the election to be cro- close between Biden and whoever your candidate might be, and you're hoping for that. And I, that's why you t- lip-syncing, uh, giving all lip service to Robert Kennedy, but none of you are going to cast your vote for him. Miss York, don't tell Nor me what you. I'm thinking. That is not a real. Li- no, I don't hope for that because it's a wild card. You just don't know where it's going. Are, I, is everybody certain that Trump is going to be the Republican candidate? Are we? Are we all pretty certain on that? Any I, any room for movement on that? Unless something major happens. I mean, he's up so far. Um, uh, but uh, you know, we're still what four. Three four three months away from the very uh, first primary. What are you talking about, Major? I mean, he's been indicted. That doesn't seem to make any damn difference. And uh, been indicted in more states than Al Capone, you know. But what you kind know, of birds can't fly? Yeah. Jailbird. I mean, you see, you're laughing at Mr. York. It's kind of how y'all do. You laugh at people like they love to indict people, love to laugh at them. It's not yeah, when they do something wrong, I laugh at them. When they do something that's stupid, I laugh at them. Yeah, you're well, no, taking, you're laughing at the, fact that the Democrat secrets. Party uses the government to go after political enemies you're laughing at it it's not yeah, it's not it's not the democratic party it's the the, the law everyone's the land a democrat mr york that everyone's the law a democrat of the land. Well, uh, and, and some and of those remember, career prosecutors are not democrats some of those career prosecutors are not democrats which remember an indictment I don't is know not a prosecution you're not a conviction i mean i mean but it's not i mean we know what he did like you guys are acting like like he's innocent. I mean, we know yeah. at least at least with the New York you know charges, it's just a matter whether you think it's serious or not. But he did it. I mean, is there any question that he 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 funneled that money to the porn star? Are you guys saying he didn't because no, he did? They, they, but but, but what, what, whether you're just saying he but, shouldn't but, be charged. But but, but. well, whether he did or didn't, that's a normal business. I, I, I don't like what he did, but it was his own private money that he used. He can do whatever somebody. he wants to with his own money. There's no proof that he used election funds to pay right. to pay her off. Okay, but he did defraud the state of New York. No, he didn't by, by lowballing his properties when he needed money, uh, when he all had right. to pay uh, taxes, and highballing his properties I mean, when he needed money. All right, all right. Not people, we're no not going to get off on every, this. Every you know, dime back of those everybody loans. knows. Every dime. You know, no victim. 
Yeah, every, every like one Seth of say, you is an armchair like lawyer except for me and Man, you Jerry. Got, I mean, we know he's he's done some stuff. You guys are acting like he's an angel. I mean, you don't oh, trip your way into that, that many. You said it was a normal well, business well, transaction. Well, well, there's Russian well, collusion. All right, all right. Hold it, everybody. Hold it. Let's hold it. We're talking about Robert Kennedy, and if we get into uh, uh, talk about the merits or demerits of these Trump cases, you know, that's just a cesspool. Go if you wanted to hear, if you wanted, if you want to have a discussion about that, go to Facebook. I mean, it's just uh, what's what, what is clear is that uh, these indictments and even convictions are going to have no effect whatsoever on Trump's popularity in the Republican Party and uh, that the Republican Party is going to nominate Trump even if he's in jail uh, to be for Integrity. the presidency. For the presidency. Character. Well, I, you know, I, and I, I agree all with all, right, all of that, all right, Del. All right, I agree with all and, of that. And Jerry Bridenbell says, less something's major. And, I, and I'm going to say it again. I know this, you know, this may be taking me off into Looney Tune Town, but mm-hmm. the closer we get to the election... The deep state, the Democrats have tried it. First, they tried Russiagate. Then they tried the, you know, Hollywood produced January 6th uh, committee hearings and movie. Uh, Now they're trying all these indictments. None of them are taking out Trump. Trump made a speech in 2016 in which he, he was exactly right. He said, I am an existential threat to the Washington establishment and by extension to the deep state. If the closer we get to the election, if he's still there, if he's still in the lead of the polls, they're going to kill him. So the only thing major that's going to take Trump out is going to be his assassination. What I think, Del, I mean, I think all that stuff you're saying, I think that the, if you ask a, a Democrat right now, you know, which Republican they think Biden is most assuredly to, to beat, who has the best chance to win, it's against Trump. So, I mean, he's leading 50. That gives me no no heartache at all that he's going to be the republican nominee because i think he's the one person that biden can 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 beat so if anything good i mean i'm glad trump is winning by 50 points because i think if you if you have a younger more dynamic candidate who comes up i think that contrasts really poorly against um really well against joe biden and trump you know he's always in the mud he's always a lot of people voted for biden to get out of that whirlpool of drama and chaos and and that's what trump is i mean there's a lot of chaos revolving around trump and i'm not going to speak on potential assassinations or anything i think you know, that is Looney seth, Tune seth what you're saying he, though makes he, you know here i'm looking at real clear politics right now a national a, a average of national polls and in a direct uh head-to-head trump versus biden Trump forty five point two percent. Biden there's forty four. There's a lot of issues with taking a national poll twelve months out. You know, it's, I, it's about I, state by I state polls. Dealt. I couldn't agree more. But the, you know, I I understand. How's he exactly. pulling in Michigan? How's he pulling in I, Pennsylvania? I, it's South, about saving it, democracy, but, Delk. It's about saving <laughs> democracy. Yeah, but again, though, I've I've I said from the beginning that that uh, and I I staked this out uh, earlier the six seven eight beginning of this year. That the Democrats were premising their election strategy for 2024 on some very fatal uh, assumptions, some fatal errors. One is that Orange Man, anybody can beat him. That is proving to be absolutely not true. I, I don't agree with that. I mean, I agree with, your, with, with what you're saying, but I, I just think anybody could beat him. No, no, that's not the case. Is he the most likely to be defeated? Yes. 
Seth, look at the polls. No, I mean, you're taking a just, national poll 12 months out. I mean, I, I, I understand what you're saying, Seth. Since when has Republicans leaned on but, polls but so can, heavily? I, no, I, Seth, you know, I'm not, not a poll guy. And the, electoral, uh, the Electoral College is an entirely different beast from a national poll. But, you know, right now, this is... You know, the Democrats just never envisioned that in a national poll, Trump would at this point would outpoll Biden. I, I would rather have Biden against Trump than Biden against any right. of the younger, more dynamic than against Nikki Haley. That, that I think and, I think Biden loses against Nikki Haley. And, and so the, <laughs> I think he can beat Trump. And so the, the fatal part of the Democrats' yeah. playbook is they assumed orange man crazy bad anybody can beat him. He's going to jail. January sixth is going to get rid of him. The Didn't most happen. beatable. The most was, beatable. Why don't y'all then, have a deep bench, Dale? That was y'all their assumption. Y'all supposed to have deep bench of candidates. You don't have uh, it. Uh, uh, Miss York, you're not going to change the subject right now. All right, down. let's stay no on. You, you guys ask the question. Yep. And so here it is. So uh, Trump, uh, uh, you know, Trump is <laughs> is viable and going to remain viable until he's not breathing. The fatal assumption of the Democratic Party was that Anybody can beat Orange Man, so why not nominate Biden again? And why not keep Kamala Harris as the running mate? Well, we're in the situation where it's clear that Trump can win. He has the potential to win. The polling is close. And you've got – so if if the Democratic Party stays in its present posture, uh, they're really going to be voting for Kamala Harris as oh. president. And, well, what's wrong with that? <clears throat> Okay. Well, we don't have that much time to go into what's wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But Jerry, I, I, go two, ahead. Two, two things. First off, nobody thought Trump was going to beat Hillary either, um, even the day before, and that happened. Secondly, we all sat around, well, not we all, but most uh, you know, there are a lot of comments around this table about Trump's indictments and Trump's going to jail and this, that, and the other. And uh, even now, we're not hearing anything much about the uh, inquiry in Biden corruption and the corruptness of this administration that's currently going on and to sell out to the other foreign governments. I think if you look at it from both sides, Biden is in trouble. Trump, Trump is the most beatable, is all I'm saying. Trump is the most beatable of that. And I, 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 don't think, I disagree with that. He's, been, he's already been beaten once. For, they're looking for another red wave, you know? I don't think he can win those those <laughs> Pennsylvania, all right. Michigan, in, in other news, though, I think, and, and we'll get back to this maybe tomorrow, I think you got to wonder what Hamas, Hamas really wanted because they shout Ali Ali Akbar and the Israelis are going to kill them all. But the Saudi.